Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Caption Life, a podcast about how comics and pop culture impact life and society, and vice versa. Coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas, my name is Kevin, and joining me via Zoom Backyard Barbecue is my good buddy Sean in Indiana. Party on, Kevin. Yeah, buddy. Hey, it's a, <laughs> it's a backyard barbecue because what do dads love to do more than, than backyard barbecue in their New Balance tennis shoes? <laughs> and jean shorts. And jean shorts. Jean shorts? <laughs> I asked Madden if he wanted to get some jean shorts uh, the other day, and he was like, uh, no. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get started with this episode, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, and follow us on social media, at Captioned Life, on both Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Reddit. You can also find out more info about us and past episodes on the brand new thecaptionlife.com. Yeah. <laughs> we just upgraded. Brand new website. Yep. Brand new website. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, uh, we're going to talk about dads today. And, uh, we're, you know, because it's Father's Day right around the corner. And we're going to talk about uh, the best dads of comics. No, because I think that would that I think that's that's too that's too cheesy. I think we got to go <laughs> worst dads in comics. Worst dads. Yes. That so, way we feel better about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, because there's almost nothing that I could do um, that would be as bad as some of the worst dads. In co- Actually, some of the best dads in comics are still pretty terrible dads. <laughs> True. Because I was researching and I came across a lot of uh, lists that had some people on both on both sides. <laughs> right. So it is it is what it is. But hey, before <laughs> before we get into our list of our, our favorite or who we think is our worst the worst dads in comics uh because we each pick three but before we do that we want we sent this sean sent this question out they posted it on social media on twitter and on in Re- on reddit and we wanted to share some of the responses that we got back from some of our followers our our listeners so mm-hmm. sean why don't you tell us what what do the masses say yeah, so it's really interesting. I I gotta say, some of these are you know pretty spot on, and then some uh, some of the other responses that we got uh, kind of took me by surprise. So I'm kind of curious to see what your thoughts are on this. So because uh, you haven't seen any of these responses or anything, so I this is gonna be the them. first time. Yep, this is gonna be the first time that you're hearing them. So uh, we had one person who said, uh, "This is actually really interesting." Miles Morales's dad, Jefferson Davis. Okay, is, and, and he, why is he the why is he the worst? Right, seems pretty That's, good to me in the in the movie. I, I know, and I've read a couple of the Miles Morales issues too. But um, but that's what I asked. I asked this person, um, you know, why does he consider him the worst dad? And he says in the comic he treats Miles making it into Visions, which is the academy he goes to, yeah. right, as the best for his family, even though they are average social class. This is somewhat retained in Spider-Verse, but he is a bit softer on Mar- on Miles while still being firm, which <laughs> which and then I reply. I'm like, I'm, I'm lost here. How does this make him the worst father? He just wants <laughs> what's I'm, best for his kid. I know. I was like, I think you just described like 80 percent of dads. Out <laughs> right. There, right? Uh, um, I, I can totally relate to that answer because I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, uh-huh. I recently got a megaphone for uh, my role. Uh, managing bus duty at my at my school we have about 700 kids that leave via bus every day and uh-huh. um my my son madden transfers to my campus via one of those buses in the afternoons and he gets off with a few other teachers kids and uh when he walks down the uh the walkway i like to hold that megaphone up like like miles morales <laughs> is dead and like 
I love you, Madden. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to say it back. It doesn't count unless you say it back. <laughs> That's a copy. Yeah. So, so yeah, he, he, he probably resents that a little bit because now, you know, next year he'll be on campus with me all the time. So I'll just drop that in the hallway. <laughs> right. Oh, you got to do it like in the middle of the hallway. I'm totally going to get his, his picture on a shirt that just says Madden's dad and wear it like at least once a week. <laughs> what you got to do is, is put it in the, uh, Madden NFL game font. Yeah, that's true. Year. Yeah. <laughs> Madden 22. There you go. I'm going to do that. Um, Any more responses? Well, who are some other ones? Yeah. So this was um, somebody, somebody initially said Bruce Banner, but actually they were, they were mentioning uh, Bruce Banner's dad, mm-hmm. uh, which is Brian Banner. And uh, this person said that uh, they suggested uh, Bruce Banner's dad because he tries to kill Bruce when he's a baby. And does actually kill Bruce's mother. Oh, so, that's terrible. Yeah, so I, I, I think that's a great answer there. <laughs> so that's definitely on par. Uh, related to that, I will tell you that like when I was going through it, I definitely think uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is like the worst father-in-law in comics. <laughs> I don't know if they were ever married, if, if Bruce Banner and uh, Betsy Ross were ever married. But mm-hmm. I know that that was his love interest for a long time. And, right. and Thaddeus Ross is like terrible to Bruce. It's like, <laughs> like the meet the parents kind of like awful, like just out to get him at every turn kind of thing. Right. He's the worst father-in-law. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, you know, um, another person said Slade Wilson and their answer was probably the fact that he tries to love his kids, but he's horrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> Like you just don't get affection because you're evil, you're a villain. I can just imagine, like in real life, it's like a really awkward, like almost like a Kylo Ren was a father type of thing. Yeah, but you know, like for that Saturday Night Live sketch, yeah, was like an undercover boss, but like undercover father. Like <laughs> I would love all my kids, but I killed them all. Well, because you know, like <laughs> Deathstroke, like a lot of the a lot of these characters like that that are. Like their sole focus, their sole goal is to be like a killer, specifically somebody like Deathstroke. They mm-hmm. would, they would have a hard time. Like it's almost like being the Terminator, like, you know, like just like, you know, they're there, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like not, know, not knowing how to, not knowing how to like show uh, affection because you're right. a cyborg inside. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, some honorable mentions we've had here are, um, Omni Man, which I, I'll be honest, I've never actually read the comics. This is the, I think, uh, Invincible's father, Invincible, which, yes, right, which is a huge mm-hmm. show on Amazon Prime right now, which I have not had a chance to see that. I think I might want to read a couple of comics before I watch it, though. Okay. Um, someone mentioned Willow's dad and Dreadstar number two. Um, and Thomas Wayne. Which um, the conversation kind of goes and says that the person would argue Flashpoint Thomas Wayne is worse, um, which is interesting because if you don't know the story of Flashpoint and um, and what that's all about, so basically that's an alternate universe where instead of of um, Bruce's parents being murdered, it's Bruce Wayne that gets murdered, then mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne becomes Batman, right? Right. right. Um, but the part I get confused is like I don't I don't know why like they say he's a terrible father because he let and, bruce get killed like walking out like in the, it's the same circumstances though right like it's it's the, the 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 parents were killed it's only this time in this alternate reality bruce gets killed so thomas wayne is a bad father because 
his son got murdered. But I would argue that that doesn't count because he wasn't Batman yet. He wasn't going to be able to stop it right. from from happening. Right. Like Batman's a far worse father because because <laughs> he was actually Batman when Jason Todd got killed. Right. So yeah, yeah. Batman's <laughs> well, and, and- Batman's not on my list, but he sucks as a dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's interesting is like just be like, uh, and, and again, I haven't read this part of it, but like, unless Thomas Wayne was just like, yes, go ahead and you know shoot my son and not me. Like, like I he, can't imagine he pushed he pushed Bruce into it. Did like, he really? No, I don't. Just, <laughs> like that would take that would take the cake. Like those videos you see online of people in a haunted house and the guy yeah. like grabs his girlfriend and moves her into the into in the into the way of harm. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was, that was an, that was an interesting one. And then the last one, this is probably my favorite is Colossus because he's never even met his kid. I didn't know Colossus had a kid, so I can't fault him for that. I know. Well, neither did I. And I mean, maybe, maybe Colossus didn't even know <laughs> that he right. had a kid. Right. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah, yeah. So those are really interesting ones. So. So we got some. Thank su- you very much. Yeah, everybody. thank you guys for out there. We got some really great suggestions. Now, Sean and I discussed that we were going to uh, we were going to bring three to the table so that we could eventually establish mm-hmm. a, a top four with some dishonorable mentions. We wanted to have a Mount Rushmore <laughs> of shitty dads, right? <laughs> and uh, so when I started thinking about this, I had a hard time, and I and I'll be interested to see what you came up with too, because what I wanted mm-hmm. to avoid was. People who were just flat out evil, but then they were also fathers. Um, I, I didn't want to pick somebody like Norman Osborn because like he's a bad guy. And of mm-hmm. course he's going to make a terrible father because most like uh, you could look into a lot of like, uh, comic book superhero psyche stuff. The, the, the thing that almost all the villains have in common is that they're narcissists, that they care only about themselves. Um, and so I was like, let's, let's pick some people who were not necessarily bad people, but were like doing some really, um, like they were, were actively bad parents, not like bad parent, like through omission, like they didn't know about their kid or that they were evil. I'm going to find somebody who was actually did something pretty terrible. And that's, that's where I went into it. Right. Yeah, I I did not go that direction. It was just River was a terrible dad because I think you can argue that um you know there are villains out there that were probably, you know, also good dads. They were just, you know, they thought that their way was the right way. Like so like for example, um Magneto, like Magneto actually wasn't a terrible father. I mean, he wasn't the world's best father either, but no. he wasn't a a terrible father. So, and he you know, just, like, he just missed the cut on my list. I debated long and hard <laughs> because I love Magneto as a character. Um, right. and, uh, and I, ha- I, I had to go a different direction. Right. The other thing yeah. I wanted to avoid was pe- like things that exist within pop culture elsewhere that, um, that are also comics. So I had to scratch Darth Vader off of contention right. <laughs> because he's, he's the worst father in the galaxy. Right. <laughs> um, but it's a different medium. We're, we're sticking strictly with comics. Comics uh, Comics first, we'll say that. Right. Yeah, comics first. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I think I just kind of, when I was doing my research, I was just like, which is the one that I really just couldn't stomach as a father, basically? Uh, and that's what it came down to. So it, it was, um, you know, whether they're a hero or villains, like whatever they did was terrible. It's just like there's no, you know, almost no redemption from that. Right. right. <laughs> so let's jump into the list. And I'm going to go first because you already mentioned one of the people that it's on my list. 
Okay. <laughs> and that's Omni Man. <laughs> because <laughs> because I have been watching uh I have been watching Invincible uh over uh-huh. the last couple of weeks. I haven't finished the the first uh season yet. But mm-hmm. like Omni Man is is an actual father. He's he's somebody who is active in his child's life. Right. Um and spoiler alert like Sean, I mean, if you watch the first episode, the twist is at the end of the first episode, so it's not like it plays out all season, right? Um, he's he's a hero. His name is Omni Man. He saves the day. Um, mm-hmm. but he's an alien from another planet, much like Superman is, and right. he's he makes it seem like he's sent there to Earth to be its defender, mm-hmm. but he is not. He is not Earth's defender. He is um, he is there to like as the like the the raiding party or like the the like the what is it the uh, silver surfer for his people like he's there right um to like gain their trust and then eventually conquer them right right and <laughs> so like he's not like the worst um the worst dad in terms of like you know how he's raising his child or whatever but he's also mm-hmm. indoctrinate he's also like at some point has to he's like no this is what we're here to do and indoctrinate his son who's in the process of growing into being a hero and is mm-hmm. now faced with the fact that um, his dad is, is the world's greatest villain. Um, <laughs> and then this actually comes to, you know, blows between the two of them um, where, where Omni man nearly, nearly kills his son uh, right. in a fight. And so right. because of that, he was, he was there on my list. There's a, there's a new discovery for me because I really dig the show. I, I, I um, haven't read the comics, but I know that there's like a hundred like issues, hundred plus issues of Invincible, and so you right. get into the comics and you get all the nuance and everything from it. Um, I just don't have that much time to invest, and I like, <laughs> I, I love the animation that they that they that they've got going on. It's a great thing, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Omni Man sucks. <laughs> Who's the uh- the comics publisher of, of uh, Invincible. Invincible is Image Comics. It's uh, is it Image. Yeah, okay. it's Robert Kirkman's other big comic that he did besides um, The Walking Dead. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, the, and and Invincible had the same artist for like the for its entire run too. Ryan Otley um, was the artist on it, and and eventually went on to other things once Invincible ended. But yeah, it's 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 had a long a long 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 run. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I'll I'll go next. Um, so my third worst dad is also one of my favorite characters, not because he's a worst dad, um, but because I mean he's just my always been my favorite character. But this is like the one you know flaw that I always have trouble. I kind of bring myself, you know, um, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like coming to terms with in terms of justifying how he's a great character. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone will say that this person is a great character as well, but, but he's got some Cyclops. Flaws. Okay. Yes. Cyclops. Cyclops. Yes. <laughs> um, so Cyclops is, as everybody knows, uh, one of the original leaders of the X-Men and uh, definitely my favorite X-Men growing up. Um, but if you know the history of him being a father, um, the Dark Phoenix Saga is when you actually got introduced to um, him becoming a father because Jean Grey had died at that point. Right. And then he ends up meeting a woman named Madeline Pryor, who you find out later on, like, you know, after like a few more series that uh, she was actually a clone of Jean Grey. Yes. And so obviously he fell the, in love with the her. Old, the old, I thought it was you, babe. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, and, and there's that panel where he's just like, when he meets her first time, he's like, oh my gosh, could it be like, looks just like her and yeah. all that, you know? So you know where he was going. So yeah, trust your gut. That was a trap, brother. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's a trap. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so they, you know, fall in love, they get married. Uh, they have a kid who uh, is Nathan Summers, which, as you know, ends up being Cable Correct. later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later, <laughs> he finds out that Gene is still alive. So what does he do, as any good husband and father would do? He leaves Madeline Pryor and his son <laughs> to go shack up with his old girlfriend, who he thought was dead. <laughs> classic, so, classic tale. <laughs> I know. And, you know, and what's interesting is that as I was reading through this, what's funny is that, um, you know, after a while, he felt, you know, really guilty, obviously, Mm -hmm. about what happened. And and I'll say, like, you know, this is kind of the silver lining is that, like, at least he's um, feeling, you know, has a conscience and feels guilty about what's been going on. But he feels guilty about what happened and tries to call Madeline and, you know apologize and wants to make it work and all that and find out that the number disconnected. So what he does is that he blames it on his mutant powers and says that they keep him from living a normal life. So it's just, it's like terrible from the get go, but yeah, it's you know, Scott Summers. That sounds like an excuse, man. Excuses are, <laughs> excuses are like booties, booty holes. Everybody I, has one and they all stink, buddy. It's, it's I, terrible. I know. Like it wasn't even like covering it up at no. all. It's just like my damn powers. Like really, Really? Um, and the the whole thing is too, is like, um, like Nathan gets like the, the, the disease, like he gets a disease, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, the techno, uh, techno, the technogenic, uh, disease. And so he he starts turning into a robot or turning into a mechanical. Send him into the future to Mm -hmm. help stop the slow to disease. And and of course his son comes back like an angry old cyber, (laughs) like angry old cyber man in cable uh, (laughs) years later. And you kind of understand like why, um, why cable had like such a bad attitude. Right. um, Because, you know, daddy wasn't there to play catch in the yard. Um, Okay. So here, my, my next, my next one ties directly into that because second on my list is uh Scott and um uh, Scott and Alex Summers' dad mm-hmm. uh Christopher Summers, Major Christopher Summers, also known as Corsair. Right. Um and I, like I said, I was thinking about like real deal dad stuff, right? So mm-hmm. he's it, he's introduced as a hero. Like and and my first introduction to Corsair and um was uh through the uh the animated television show and I actually had like the um the the uh miniseries the star jammers miniseries but so he's oh, yeah, yeah. he's presented as a hero like there he's flying a plane with his wife and his two children in it and the plane is is about to be shot down so he pushes Scott and Alex out of the out of the plane in parachutes and this is a traumatizing uh a, tra- a traumatic event that that uh, that awakens their mutant powers um mm-hmm. and he's a you know the plane doesn't crash uh Chris is abducted by the Shi'ar and he's taken into outer space where he works in the mines and he escapes eventually. And then he mm-hmm. becomes the leader of some space pirates known as the Star Jammers, <laughs> which sounds like a sweet, like, that's pretty dope. Here's where he's a bad dad. Right. He's a space pirate. He's got a spaceship. He could have come back to Earth at any time to check on his kids. 
anytime. <laughs> they're teenage boys. They are dealing with some deep stuff. They got hair in places that they ain't never had it before. They got laser beams <laughs> shooting out of their eyes. And Corsair just straight up abandoned his children. Like, right. And, and could have not like abandoned them out of necessity. He never came back. Right. Like, even when he had a chance, he was out right. there with with aliens and and space ladies who knows living the life right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah corsair there, there's is a, a deadbeat dad if if scott summers is a deadbeat dad it runs in the family because his dad <laughs> <right. sucked> it. <laughs> well and, and you know um so real quick there's a third brother there too it's it's alex and scott and um oh i was gosh, not aware a- of this yeah, there's a third one. Like he's not well known, but there's technically a third one. I don't know if, if he was like written into the story later on for a, a run or something like that. But there's just, there's actually a third uh, Summers brother, and I can't remember who it is. But um, obviously, on this podcast, we're not the type of like comic book ner- nerds. It's like, well, obviously, right. if you'd done your research, um, we would know <laughs> right. that. But we did not research it. We just talk about the things that we love. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Speaking of though, like I actually did a little bit of research on um, Scott Summers as a dad, mm-hmm. and someone actually pointed this out, which I think is interesting. It, it doesn't really change the story necessarily, but knowing the behind the scenes does make it interesting in terms of like um, understanding the character a little bit more. So, with everything that was going on with um, with Scott Summers and Madeline Pryor and Nathan Summers, apparently there was something going on um, in the back end of Marvel where. They're trying to retire Scott Summers as an X-Men and try to bring in like new X-Men as like, you know, young blood to, you know, get um, new characters and Mm -hmm. new uh, audience, new readership, new audience. Yeah, exactly. And um, apparently what happens as they're writing that people at Marvel decided that they want to keep Scott Summers in the story. And so that's why it kind of makes this really weird twist, because I think they were trying to retire Scott Summers and they, I don't think they were bring on bringing in Jean Grey or if they were bringing Jean Grey and like Scott Summers wouldn't be in the picture, but they kind of did a full 180. And so that's why it kind of was really weird and twisted, I guess, in a sense, because mm-hmm. people were saying that um, this is, you know, kind of, you know, uncharacteristic of Scott Summers to do that. But at the same time, like there's, there's been instances in the comics where like his love relationships were, you know, pretty shaky anyway. So it doesn't really far too it's, it doesn't jump too far off oh yeah no like the character the, when when he's with the white queen i i re, i distinctly remember right. her like shape-shifting into or making at least making him think that she was uh she was gene she was gene there's some kinky stuff yeah. going on there right um <laughs> yeah but you know what he the, the way that he's portrayed in the comics is a lot like um is a lot like uh John Walker is on the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like he's an all American, mm-hmm. like Boy Scout type of person. But in reality, he's probably not a not a good, per- not a great person, right? Um, <laughs> and so that I think that's where a lot of that comes from, and it, and that that tends to bleed into his uh, into his relationships with women, especially, but also right. apparently with his kids, right? So, all right, well, okay. you're, you're up next, number two. Yep, second on my list is. A character named Zhang Zhu. Are you familiar with this person? Um, is is he uh, Shang Chi's father? Yep, Shang Chi's father. Yep, yep. I just um, got I just got the Shang Chi um, miniseries that or the series that started last year. I just got the first trade paperback in that, and uh, I was reading that the other day. It seems like we're we're in for one of those classic 
father versus son stories with the movie. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, and, and that's, what's interesting is that with the movie, they've already kind of confirmed that. Um, so the father is actually going to be the Mandarin. Correct. Right? So it, it's not going to be uh, at least the character. Um, when they introduced this character, his um, alias that they had was Fu Manchu. Right. And, and they've um, since distanced themselves from that because it's uh, culturally inappropriate. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so I, so I don't know if it's going to be, um, Mandarin as the character on their own and they just kind of tying it into, uh, Shang-Chi, like mm-hmm. what they did with Ego and Star-Lord and mm-hmm. the MCU, or if it's still going to be Zhang Zhu, but they, but he's going to be the one that's going to be Mandarin. Right. So, right. um, so anyways, yeah. So in the comics, um, you know, Zheng Zhu is Shang-Chi's father, and he trains him, you know, since the age of three to be a fighter, um, sends him to kill people for him. And then <laughs> what happens is that um, Shang-Chi realizes and learns about his father's history of, like, murdering people and oppressing people. So just like any good person, Shang-Chi decides that he can't get behind that and wants to stop his father. So what does thing she do is well you have to die now son <laughs> right yeah there is no you're either with me or you're you're the you're against me right no no matter if you're my own son yeah. blood be darned <laughs> right exactly so I, I i don't think you can i mean i have one person that's that's worse than that and i'll just and i'll explain why but like i, I think that's pretty much you know if you're telling yourself that it's okay to kill my son because he's not with me, then you're definitely, you know, worst dad of the year. Yeah. Like, just let me go do my own thing, dad. I want to go to college or I want to try my hand at Hollywood or something like, right. you know, <laughs> like I don't have to join the family business. Like, like I'm, I'm not junior <laughs> Soprano or anything like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that definitely qualifies. Um, right. <laughs> but that's, that, that's, that's a lot of stories. I know I, I disqualified um, Darth Vader earlier, but it's essentially the same thing. Like I'm evil. Right. You must right. join me or die. <laughs> Darth Vader and I'll, Yoda sound I'll, a lot alike now. I don't know why it sounded like that. <laughs> Although I, I gotta say though, I mean, when you're watching the movie though, like, it, I mean, and it, it, this is just classic whenever you like either play any games or read the comics between episode three and four. Mm-hmm. It always seems like Darth Vader is trying to find another apprentice to throw over Palpatine and never does. <laughs> so in, in this, in the movies, I think in episode and in, in episode six, you hear him talking about like trying to recruit him, not to, you know, necessarily be, you know, just on the dark side, yeah. but try to recruit him so they can overthrow yes. Palpatine together basically. Yeah. So, so at least like, He's not saying like I'm flat out going to kill you at first, <laughs> which makes like, Darth Vader do. technically that makes Darth Vader a really bad dad and a really terrible son because like Palpatine is kind of like his adopted <laughs> father, <laughs> right? So he's like, and- look, I'm gonna run this. Either you're either dad's with me or Luke's with me, but like Darth Vader, right. he's like, <laughs> you know what? I want to bring up a, a point too, and we can have do a whole episode on this, but like. Mm-hmm. I think Darth Vader is the is the weakest of the Sith. You think about like the stuff that's <laughs> canon, like in the movies. He only ever um, killed a bunch of kids at the temple, but anytime he <laughs> fought somebody that was on his level or higher, he lost. Uh, 
He lost an arm to Dooku. He lost everything else to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, he's, he loses, um, you know, he's losing when he, when he fights Luke or, I mean, he can't, he, he does, definitely doesn't win. Um, right. in the, in episode four, when he fights Obi-Wan again, Obi-Wan just disappears to give Luke a chance to run away. He didn't win that. <laughs> Darth Vader sucks. Okay. Like that's a strong opinion, but I'll, I'll plant my flag in that one. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, if like, well, if anything, he might be the strongest in terms of like physicality and force strength, but like he's a pretty weak-willed person. Like, yeah, like he, I, f- I feel like he could be be manipulated pretty well. Pretty and the and and the reason why he stays evil so long is because they killed all the Jedi, right. basically. So there's no one else that can manipulate him. Well, and there's no one to <laughs> challenge him either. Right. Um, so yeah, but like he's revered as like, oh, I'm Darth Vader. I'm six six, and I wear a black helmet. But <laughs> because there's no tough. because there's nobody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ain't tough. Um, exactly. So you mentioned somebody else that I want to bring up. Third, my third mm-hmm. one on the list. Um, plot twist is is not specifically from the comics. It is ego from <laughs> the MCU, <laughs> and, and he's on my honorable mention because. Um, you know, technically, well, and, and I'll just say this real quick. I'll let you get back to it. Yeah. But just because of how he is at MCU, it's like, that's not necessarily how he is in the comics. No, but I'm, I'm talking specifically the, MCU ego. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so like MCU ego, uh, this is waltzing around the universe, knocking up anything with a pulse <laughs> to find like the genetic successor to, to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody can measure up. So he's got a basement full of dead bodies. Right. <laughs> uh, and they're all his, up. they're all his kids. Yeah. And so right. like dude is messed up. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's running out of time and he finally gets, uh, you know, he finally finds Star Lord, Peter Quill and, and he thinks that he, He's found his successor, but Peter is an inherently good person, whereas that version of ego is, is definitely bad. Um, right. and, uh, you know, it, it comes to, it comes to a battle that eventually, uh, to Peter wins. But side note on this is mm-hmm. that the reason why I think I, uh, the reason why I hate ego so much, uh, <laughs> as a character, or, um, or the reason I think he's a bad dad, um, probably has more to do with how much I love Peter and Yondu. Because as right. a, as a person who has a contentious relationship with my biological father, um, the person that, that I was raised by, my dad, mm-hmm. um, uh, that, that whole, that whole arc of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, like, means everything to me. The, right. the, he might have been your father, but he wasn't, he ain't your daddy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I can barely say that out loud right now without, like, bursting into tears. Right. Um, and so, like, yeah, that, 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 that movie, that storyline means a lot to me. And it just reminds me that sometimes you get a crappy dad. You, you're born right. with a crappy dad. And sometimes there's somebody there who's not so crappy, who's willing to, uh, you know, pick up the slack for you. So, uh, right. I want to say a special thank you to my dad, Joe Ramirez, for being awesome, uh, and stepping in when he didn't have to. Yeah. Awesome. Round of applause. Yeah. Well, and, and um, uh, I, I agree with you as well, too, because, uh, as you know, um, Riley's my son, but he's my adopted son. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anytime like, you know, that kind of relationship, like for me, it's like Man of Steel was mm-hmm. really special for me because you really saw um, that relationship between Jonathan and Kal-El mm-hmm. as well, too. Um, but I'm going to go back to what you were saying about Ego and Peter and um, 
I actually want to point out, like, I don't think it was because Peter was such a good person that he went against ego, though. Because if you remember in that scene, he was actually buying into it. And yeah, he's was, tempted. He's tempted. But what got him to stop wasn't because he was a good person. It's because ego said that he killed his mom. That's true. You're right. <laughs> and so that, like, so it has nothing to do with, like, whether he was a good person or not. It was that he killed his mom, who he loved so much. And it's like, you're you're dead to me. And then killed him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, for as much as we love, <laughs> as much as we love our dads, our moms hold a special place. So, right. yeah, yeah. You can only you can only be so good if you if um you've if you've killed the mom. See, I never, I didn't even mention that. Like that, he killed that he killed Peter's mom. That's that should like that bumps him up on the list for being a crappy dad. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Who's your last one, buddy? My last one is um. <laughs> Is I don't I don't know if this would surprise you or not. I don't think it would surprise anybody when I say the name, but I think it'll surprise you when I explain a little bit more. Uh, on my top worst dad of the comics is Lex Luthor. Okay, I, I can get down <laughs> with that. Right. Um, so I don't think anyone's really surprised by that. But let me let me share why I think he is a bad father is because mm-hmm. he is a, the worst father. In multiple universes, so yeah. not just like the main story arc, but there's multiple universes where he just makes terrible decisions as a father, right? So in the main version, um, after Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. or Crisis on Infinite Earths, he marries a woman, not because he loves her, but because he needed to to control his company, right? Um, and then when she's pregnant with uh, his daughter, Lena, uh, she wanted to be unconscious during the birth, which I, 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 I'm not sure why. I can't remember why that was um, she wanted to do that. Um, but Lex takes advantage of that and just decides to keep her unconscious, like, permanently after birth and so puts her in a drug-induced coma uh doesn't attend the birth at all because he saw that it gave him an alibi to go assassinate somebody (laughs) (laughs) where were you lex i was at the birth of uh my child i don't i didn't kill that guy (laughs) um so so later on brainiac uh, possesses his daughter Lena to stay alive because his future self, Brainiac 13, I think, mm-hmm. um, came to kill him for whatever reason, right? Um, but <laughs> after Brainiac leaves her, Lex decides to trade Lena in as an infant to Brainiac 13 so he could have the future technology of Metropolis. <laughs> So it's like, okay, he doesn't care for her at all whatsoever, except for he he sees her as like as like a a, a tax write off. Basically, yeah, right? She does have some value. Yeah, <laughs> she has value for my own selfish purposes. Yeah. Um, no, listen, I can I can I can totally identify with that. My real dad, <laughs> my my real dad only um, paraded us out uh, a lot of times when he needed like to show perspective like next mrs stalikers um that you know that he like that we were good kids that we were normal and well adjusted this lasted right. well into adulthood so <laughs> um, like right. he'd yeah, definitely so taken he'd have definitely taken the tax write-off aspect of it as well very <laughs> right. little so, to yeah, do so with these stories are like rooted in truth somehow, yeah absolutely right? <laughs> yeah um but then so that's one universe so there's another universe new 52 in the dc comics mm-hmm. where lena had a illness as a child that left her paralyzed and so initially you thought that luke's actually uh, i'm sorry that lex never tried to save her because he said that he was too afraid that he would fail. So as a father, I'm like, that's a terrible reason. Like, right. if it was my kid, I would do everything. 
But then you find out <laughs> that he did try to save her and did fail. That's what left her paralyzed. Okay. <laughs> and then he did end up curing her from her paralysis, but you find out that he could have cured her a long time ago and that he didn't because in order to do that, he would have to use technology that he didn't invent. Oh, wow. So see, he was so paralyzed a long time because of his ego. She essentially, yeah, <laughs> she had like Munchausen syndrome, like just because, just because right. he wouldn't, he's like, no, look, we're a Tylenol family and I can't give you any Advil. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, no, it's like this, this character is just doomed to not be a fit parent at all in every universe that exists. You know, they <laughs> a lot of times different um, portrayals of Lex Luthor try to make him look cool and suave. Like he's the <laughs> like the, he's the ultimate like um, like not I wouldn't say man's man, but he's like extremely smooth. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's obviously got off the charts like intellect or whatever um right but i think for the most part like that that part of his personality the selfishness the the nar- the narcissism like it shines through in almost every single like version of him um mm-hmm. and and truth be told like narcissism narcissism is a is a family killer like when you become a parent right. when you become a dad you are no it's no longer about you you are literally in the you exist in the service of others until that person can exist on their own and, you know, or that person can thrive on their own. I won't say exist. Like we have, we have to be pushing our children to, to, um, excel and, and pass where we pass what we've done. And with Lex Luthor's ego, that was never going to be something like he never wanted to see his child, like go past, or exceed what he had accomplished because right. that would have been, that would have been too much for his fragile ego. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And that's why I struggled with picking a list because I was like, you know, Lex Luthor is a terrible, terrible person. Of course he's going to make a bad father. <laughs> right. But so. again, not just because they're villain does automatically mean they're going to be a terrible father, but like th- this is just pretty much like, yeah, it, it it lines up. <laughs> yeah. No, for Lex Luthor, does, definitely. Um, right. In all of your research and you're looking into it, did you, did you come across anybody that you thought like, man, that's a good dude? Um, Like a, you mean like a good person, but a terrible father? No, or no, like, like a, like a good, like a good father. Like, I mean, well, I want to go into the whole thing, but like, uh. <laughs> like I know, I know some of the, like, I'll give you an example. We both love Daredevil mm-hmm. and right. um, Daredevil's, uh, Daredevil's father, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Jack Murdoch. Jack Murdoch. Yes. Jack Murdoch. Right. Um, Jack, the devil Murdoch was, is, is, is caught in the same kind of situations. That a lot of the other, these other villains are that mm-hmm. like, you know, he, he, what he did for a living, like he was, a he was, a a muscle for, um, the kingpin, you know, like he was a, right. he was a, a kind of a, a, a low level baddie, but he, mm-hmm. he did things out of like he made bad decisions for the right reasons. And right. that was so that he could take care of his, his son. Um, right. And yep. he, and he was left as a single father because, um, cause Matt's mom like left to join a convent. Right. Right. Yep. So That's exactly right. So like sometimes we get put in that, in that position and you, and you got to make bad decisions for the, the, for good people. And then sometimes, um, 
you get put in a tough situation and you completely forget all of that. And you just make bad decision <laughs> over and over and over again. Like right. if you're Corsair or Lex Luthor or any of the other guys that we dropped on this list. Okay. Fatherhood right. isn't for everybody. Um, <laughs> but it's often, yep. it's often a plot point that uh, comic writers like to go to, to create um, conflict. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, that's pretty much when you have a, you know, family conflict, that's like the, the epitome. Like you can't get any worse than that when there's, you know, conflict with people that you're supposed to love. Right. (laughs) Right. It's biblical. Like it goes all the way back. Like it's, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. Uh, Oh yeah. Jake, Jacob and, uh, Jacob and Esau. Esau. Yeah. 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 Even like way, way back in the day. Yep. Those are God's comics and, <laughs> and those, it's those, those familial, those familial stories, uh, right. They just can't, they keep repeating themselves. Yeah. Cain and Abel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which did you know juggernaut name Cain Marco mm-hmm. is supposed to be based on Cain, like Mark of Cain, Cain Marco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, you did? I did know that. Yeah. Good. Um, and it's that, that's, we, maybe we should talk about brothers in a future episode because that would yes. be something interesting to get to because, yep. uh, because I have several brothers and one of the <laughs> things that, one of the things that I'm always interested in, not just father son relationships is, is the, is what brotherhood, uh, brings, brings out of people. And a lot of times, right. a lot of times it's great. A lot of times there's conflict. Right. We call just, just siblings in general. Siblings you know? in general. I mean, yeah. 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 Exactly. Hey, we call that a tease in the podcasting business. So uh, <laughs> you'll have to tune in for that one. But that's right. gonna that's gonna wrap up another episode of the Caption Life. We hope that you enjoyed listening to this one. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button on whatever major podcast platform you listen to. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Reddit at Caption Life. And if you like what we're doing, give us a shout out, tag us in a post. For more information about us and all of our previous episodes, please visit thecaptionlife.com. Until next time, happy Father's Day, Dad. We love you. We do.